Welcome back to What's the Point of the Midrash, the weekly podcast where we take a look at a rabbinic text and offer suggestions to answer the question, what's the point of the Midrash? My name is Rabbi Josh Huter, and this week we'll be discussing Midrash Rabbah from Breshit Rabbah 39.14 that discusses the verse from Genesis Breshit 12.5. That Avraham, or actually Abraham, but before he got his name changed to Avraham with the insertion of the hay, Sarah, his wife, Lot, his nephew, and all of his property that he got. And then we have this idiom, and the soul, really, that he made in Haran, the soul, the life that he made in the place Haran before he sets out on his journey. On this verse, the Midrash in Breshit Rabbah 39.14 says, Amar Rebbe Eliezer ben Zimra, Im mit kasnin kol ba'e ha'olam livro, afilu yatush echad, that if all the nations of the world assembled to create one insect, they could not endow it with life. They could not give it a soul. The Atamar and you say, referring to the verse, that Abraham actually made a nefesh, made a life, made a soul, whatever. Rather, this refers to the converts that he converted. But if that's what Avram actually did, then it should just say all the people that he converted rather than these are the people that he made. Why does it say made? Rather, it comes to teach you that whoever brings close someone from uh, who worshipped idolatry and converts this person, it's as if this person created him. But it says, then it should say, this is the this is the nefesh that he made with the singular. Uh, Why does it say asu, which is the plural form? Amarafuna Avram haya megayer et anashim, vesara megayeret et anashim. That Avraham would convert the men, and Sarah would convert the women. One of the things I find interesting in this midrash that really sticks out is the selective sensitivity to the Hebrew grammar, where the verse says, that this is the soul that they made in Haran. And I say it that way to stress the change in number, that et hanefesh, the nefesh soul, is in the singular, not nefashim, not nishamot, nothing in the plural. It's a singular nefesh that was created, asher asu, that was made. Well, that would refer to the plural of the ones who are making it. So technically, you have a plural uh, people that are making a singular nefesh. 
And the commentary here says that this refers to the converts. And the reason why the word asu is written in the plural that more than one does it, uh, this referred to both Avram and Sarah that would both do their own sets of conversions. So you had two people doing these conversions, but it doesn't really address the gerim part, the converts, which the uh, midrash here refers to in the plural versus the nefesh that is mentioned in the singular. In which case, I think we have an unstated metaphor or message that when people convert, they're not necessarily separate souls anymore, but rather there's a cohesion on a spiritual level of joining the Jewish people, setting aside right now what it meant to be part of the Jewish people at this time, what did it mean to convert uh, in the time of Avraham before the Torah was even given, putting that off aside for right now. Um, but once there is that uh, bringing into the Jewish people, then it's no longer, you know, multiple souls, but rather you're some part of a collective soul. And the idea here about being uh, made uh, may seem similar to the equivalent of born again, where after you go through a process, you're now considered like a new person. This comes up halachically a bunch of times regarding the rules of Gerim, where they are considered to be independent people having been newly created, such that the halachic ties they may have had with their parents uh, no longer exist anymore. Uh, Rambam even has a discussion about whether or not Kibudava aim should apply uh, after someone converts, and he says yes, not because there's an intrinsic mitzvah to do so, but because you don't want people to say that by converting to Judaism, you actually go down a level and now you're no longer uh, treating your parents with respect. But even that aside, there is something in the halachot of Gerim where converts are considered to be uh, new people. I'd also add that it's not just a matter of someone who converts to Judaism that's considered as if someone, quote unquote, made them. Uh, you have Mishnah and Bava Metziah 2.11 that discusses if someone finds a lost object of uh, his father or his teacher, then the teacher's lost object takes precedence. And the reason that this Mishnah gives is she'aviv heviul olam hazeh that the father brought someone into this world, the rabbo shelimdu chachma, but his teacher who taught him wisdom, meviol olam haba, brings him to the life of the world to come. So here there's that parallel of, yes, you could be brought into this world and parents are the ones who bring you into this world, but that's just this world. The world to come or the spiritual level is considered to be more important, more substantial, but it's also something that you need to be brought into just as you're brought into the physical world, you have to be brought into the spiritual world as well. And the one who is brings you in there, in a sense, is as if the one who has parented you in a way, and if you've been parented in that way, it means you're now, in some respects, a new individual that this other person uh, that has taught you is, for lack of a better idiom, a spiritual parent. And I think that explains, at least in part, why teachers are afforded so much respect in halakha, in uh, rabbinic literature.
lot to discuss there, but can't really get into it. So I think those are two interesting points that come out from this midrash. Uh, the second one is more of the shot of the straightforward point that the midrash is trying to teach. But I also think that first one, just based on the grammar um, and the selective sensitivity it has to what's singular and what's plural, I think also is an important point. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think is the point of this midrash, either part A, part B, or something else entirely that you think I'd missed? I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at jayuter. You can find me on Facebook or send me an email at my website, www.joshuter.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and a wonderful Shabbat. Thank you.